Welcome everyone to another episode of Weekly Games Chat. I'm your host Chris. As always, joined from far away, my friend Sean. Hey, how you doing, world? COVID-19 and all that stuff, huh? And in his fallout shelter, John. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, Chris, I noticed you introduced Sean as your friend, but then you said, and John. Yeah. That- yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right, John. I don't see anything that... I don't understand. W- what's the problem? <laughs> Let's go to the topic. <laughs> everyone doing good though everyone's still healthy none of us are infected yet yeah i i got a you could call it a close scare Mm. um one of my or my oldest daughter's um her grandma was showing symptoms oh had all the checks of the old covid19 and um she she went to the cdc website to get instructions on what to do, you know, mm-hmm. and they were like, uh, "We're not going to test you oh, because wow. uh, you don't have diabetes and and you don't have like heart issues or something." And she was like, "Uh, hello." Yeah, that's the fun <laughs> of it right now, right? Just getting a test, they say. But yeah. uh, hey, show you know, uh, Sean, you know what part of the show this is? You know, I forget from week to week. Maybe you should remind me, buddy. This is the part where we banter. I don't know how much bantering there can be. Well, I guess there's the one thing that everyone's talking about right now we could banter about. But if you don't want to hear this bantering, you just look in the uh, show notes and you'll see a moment that you can skip to and you'll hear a topic. You just got to look at what the time was. That's all you got to do. That's all I got. So, Sean, does she not know exactly whether she has it or not? She doesn't know. She did do a self-quarantine. Um, she's been monitoring her fever. Uh, and I think it got better, possibly. So I haven't heard anything else from an update, but um, hopefully it's not that. Hope you know. I, I was telling the wife, it's kind of just, and everybody I'm, I'm sure agrees with this, it's just a weird time for you to get anything wrong with you, yeah. right? You can't get a cold. You can't have seasonal allergies. Like, cause <laughs> I'm almost happy whenever I sneeze now, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. oh, that's not a symptom. Okay. Fine. Yeah. It's like, okay. It's just allergies. But I will say if, if I'm, if I'm making one of the, uh, the zombie apocalypse runs to the store yeah, and someone sneezes or coughs, I might yell Corona and turn around and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. It's, and does anybody know how to, uh, well, you guys wouldn't cause you don't have MacBooks. Hmm. I'm trying to get ready for the, uh, what do we call it? The news, right? And my stupid MacBooks uh, through my Facebooks like, this MacBook does not allow cookies. You need to enable cookies to get into your Facebook. Ugh. Hate technology when it doesn't work right. You have no cookies. You have no cookies, sir. Ooh, but um, cookies. I did look during this, uh, you know, stay-at-home quarantine fun time. Uh, uh, one of my favorite cookies of all time. I started eating again. Which one? And that cookie is Fudge Stripes by Keebler. Ah. Dude, those things are um, <laughs> awesome, awesome. Are the Fudge Stripes the, the circles with the stripes across? Yes, and the little yeah. hole in the yeah. middle. Yeah. yeah. You know what I love more is um, the EL Fudge with the mm. with the fudge cream in the middle. 
I used to get the grasshoppers. Yeah. I like them because they're minty. But most importantly, Sean, here's hoping that uh, she's uh, she continues to do well. She's a she's an overall healthy person. Yeah, no really underlying conditions or anything. And That's what good. concerned her, she did get a lot of the the checks on. If you have corona, you will show this. Hmm. Uh, labored breathing, fever, you know, check, 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 and stuff. And so, I mean, I hope she's okay too, because she's not Tinley's real grandmother, mm-hmm. because my oldest daughter was through another marriage, but this particular lady treats Tinley like one of her own and she's always treated me with, you know, respect and, you know, and all that stuff. So she is like family and you want, you don't want nothing to happen, you know? Yeah. I hear For you. Sure. That. Yeah. It's uh, it's been weird. Cause like you think, you know, the symptoms and then, um, you know, Doris Burke is right. Sean from uh, yeah. NBA. Yeah. She got it. And she yeah. was saying like, she didn't really have the typical symptoms. She was just completely out of energy and like had a headache and that was it. Like she never had any respiratory issues and it wasn't until like the fifth or sixth day, I guess, like where all of a sudden it just felt like she had no energy that they were like, you should go get tested because of the fact that, you know, she works for the NBA. So therefore, you know, given what's gone on in that league, she, there was a good chance she may have come in contact with someone that had it. Like Rudy Goldbear. <laughs> Rudy Goldbear. It's been fun to like watch news people when that broke, who obviously do not follow basketball, say his name. I think the most common was Rudy Gobert. <laughs> uh, it turns out. <laughs> but yeah, uh, all the, um, what, him and another teammate on the, the Jazz, they're good. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that, that's good. Yeah, so, I would imagine well, most athletes are going to come back okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got to think because they that you would think that they would know if they had any underlying stuff. Yeah, right. You know, they're monitored like crazy, like crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I will. Did huh? did everyone do what everyone did this week? Apparently, I'm wondering. Did everyone watch Tiger King? Is that what we all did this week? I, I have not watched that stupid thing, no. But oh. I have seen that apparently everyone in the world but me has. You need. I to. unfortunately am a statistic. I I I did watch it. I did too, and it is it is such a great guilty pleasure. <laughs> uh, it people like who have wanted to or were at least interested who have asked me, and they're like, "What? Just describe it. What is it?" I was like, "It's like someone did a seven part." documentary on all those Florida man stories you've been seeing in papers for the last 20 years. And, you know, it's not just one Florida man, it's like four of them. And it's just completely crazy how backwards these people are. Well, the problem, all, you know, it, it was, it was like a car wreck. Yes. You know, it's hard to look away, but at the same time, you know, by the end of the documentary, of those seven and they, and they touched on it in the beginning, mm-hmm. but they touched on it at the end. They spent the last 10 minutes talking about how there's 4,000 tigers in the wild and mm-hmm. over 10,000 in captivity. Yeah. But nobody, nobody is talking about that. It's all about internet memes. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it completely, that was a missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. Be, so that, so that it could serve some sort of, 
pop culture yeah. obsession for the next month and a half until the next absurd documentary comes out, which I will admit I watched it and I was just as enamored with it as anybody else. Yeah. I feel like, uh, you could tell from like the first episode and even like in it, right. It says something like they were not planning to film that long on this. Right. Cause it, it sounded like that was their goal to kind of do a big cat, uh, documentary. And then someone was just really smart and said, Hey, you know, this is a really interesting character. And there's this whole entire other battle going on that just opens up four other lanes of stories going on and then eventually morphs into something completely different from what the original topic even is. Right. So, uh, it's, it's quite interesting, uh, to see. Um, I can't say I'm surprised that this kind of story existed in America, but it's, it's always interesting to see something that you're like, wow, as crazy as people, these people are, this totally feels genuine, you know? (laughs) Well, my favorite memes from it are actually the, um, the first husband. Oh um, yeah. Don of, uh, yeah, I think that, yeah. And, uh, you know, he's got those gaps in his teeth. (laughs) Oh no, you're talking, okay. You're talking about, uh, John or whatever. Yeah. Something like that. Well, there's a picture of him and, and it's, and it says, um, the correct and incorrect way to social distance. And it cites his two teeth that are closer oh, together is incorrect. And then the teeth that are further apart is correct. As far as yes. social distancing. <laughs> I and, then there's, and then there's one that's like, this is, this is what you get when you draw. Um, God, what is his name from galaxy guardians of the Batista. Uh, when you draw Batista from memory, <laughs> <laughs> he does look a little bit like Batista in the face. He does. But but my wife's gonna hear this. But Your I'm wife, do it anyway. Your wife. Um, I saw a tiger. Yeah, right. Tiger saw a man. <laughs> that was like I was like, oh my god, he looks. When he does Sean, when he does these country music videos in this, I would say he looks like a meth version cross of. Alan Jackson and Tracy Lawrence. That's what it's like, but it's done to the same seriousness as a Tracy Lawrence or Alan Jackson. The music video would be. <laughs> that is, I, I don't want to watch this. Like regardless, it's you need weird. to though. No, I'm good. You're going to come to a point of desperation when we get to August here and we're still locked <laughs> in. We're still locked in. There's like, nothing oh. left to watch. I, I, I guess it's Tiger King. Everything on Netflix, and this is it to get the platinum trophy. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. I, yeah. Ozark did come back this week, which made me excited. And yeah, I'm, I saw I'm, wanting, that. I'm wanting to watch it slow because I know once I go right through it, it's over. Unlike when I found Ozark. Mm-hmm. There were there was a, there was already two seasons out there, true. So I had a lot to kind of catch up with, knowing that a third possibly was going to be on the horizon. So, yeah, I started it over. I I, I felt like I almost needed to because I was watching this first episode and I'm trying to in my brain remember what happened at the end of season two, and I'm like, okay, uh, yeah, uh, e, uh, you know, yeah, I'm watching the first episode, going, didn't remember that, didn't remember that. Didn't remember that. <laughs> well, I don't know if you know this, guys. You're going to have a lot of time to kill. So 
you want to take it slow and you know go do a rewatch, now's probably the time to do it. <laughs> Man, true. Being at home has got my uh, shower schedule so off. Mm-hmm. I uh, speaking of time, I. I, I find I'm finding I'm generally taking a shower between five and eight p.m. every day now, as opposed to like six thirty in the morning. <laughs> Bobby Joe just I'm, walks by yeah. like at five and goes, "You stink." Well, I mean, it it, it still <laughs> works. You. It balances. Yeah, you, know? yeah, yeah. you just but you, it's just weird. You don't just feel the need like when you wake up to go. I should do this. Right, because generally I do it, you know, right before or, you know, soon-ish. Well, I, I yeah. go to bed about 12 or 1, but, you know. And it's not, even, it's not even like the old days when you and I were both working from home where it was, okay, by 11, we're taking a shower because we're going out to eat somewhere, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, we, we, we can go do that. things. This is, yeah. yeah, this is not that at all. No. <laughs> no but like, the other day I did get to a critical level in stank. Uh-oh. And uh, I promptly, <laughs> I said, well, and it was weird because I'm the kind of dude, I don't know if you guys are or anybody listening, where you get to a point where if you haven't showered and cleaned, you you feel like you need to shower. Yes. Right? I didn't get to that point, but the stank <laughs> radiating when I lifted my arm up, You're like, Ugh. I, was like, I was like, I got to tighten this up. And somebody, where was I at? Somebody was like, oh, just put on some deodorant. You'll be fine. And I was like, no. Nah. No. Nah. <laughs> I think I'll melt the stick. This is not going to be all right. That's how it used to be when I would get back from Bonnaroo. I would just go to a shower and I would stand in it for about 40 minutes. Dude, nothing worse uh, than swamp swamp taint. Because about the most I was doing at Bonnaroo, about the most I could do at Bonnaroo was like they have wash stations. I would just go there and, you know, take a bar soap and try to get most of the uh, areas that I could, the best I could, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, you come home and you're just like, all right, time to get all this off of me. Ugh. Um, great. Hey, man, you mentioned country singers a minute ago, dude. It was I kind of was. Yeah, Joe Diffie. Joe Diffie died, dude. Yeah, I know. He's propped up by a jukebox. He he died quick too. Yeah, that's what they said. Which is crazy, but yeah, thoughts and prayers to the Diffie family. Yeah. Did you you know I realized when I saw that he died, I saw him here in Columbus at that uh remember, remember <laughs> Did back, you? Yeah, back when we used to have that River Fest when they would actually book artists for it. it yes. Was, it was like him it was like him, Charlie Daniels, and I think the next night was Blues Traveler or something like that. So me Wait and my dad went. The devil actually came down to Georgia, bro. He did, and he played some fiddle. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, yeah. That was a while ago. Very uh, well. Um, besides that, though, I mean, it's the thing that yeah, sucks. Like been, when you when you stay at home, you don't really have much <laughs> to talk about. I mean, it's just yeah. I mean, we. Uh, I don't know if I told you guys this, but we officially have a closing on the house. So that did happen. Congrats. Um, but in in, in a world of COVID nineteen, it's like. I, I'm coming to realize I'm probably going to move most of this house by myself. Yeah. <laughs> Which sucks. You should hire uh, some movers and then just like vacate the house <laughs> and just be like, I have but, a camera. Uh, <laughs> did I tell you guys the house we're buying got vandalized a little bit? Oh, really? That's a great sign. <laughs> well, the neighborhood's fine. It was, it was about a week or two after the kids got out of school. Ah. Uh, so it was, and then the neighborhood's just. You kids know, those being in, kids. Be, in between aged kids. So, you know, 
you see a house that's been on for sale and it doesn't appear like nobody's there and you're like, hey, we'll go in the backyard and spray paint cuss words on fences. Oh, dang. Yeah, but they fixed everything. That's good. Yeah, we went in to kind of check on it and we noticed it. We we're like, wait a minute. <laughs> so some things got done and uh, we, we went to go check on it today and there was a lock on the fence. So I was like, well, that's good. That's good. Now you got a lock on your fence. That I my house that I'll have in wherever the closing date is. I think it's like ten days away. Woohoo! So I'm, I'm gonna own a house, guys. Congrats! Proud of you. Kind we of are so proud of you. <laughs> hey, how old are you? Uh, forty. I got a house finally. I, I always think about <laughs> buying one, and I'm just like, why? In the end, well, Chris, you know, equity, yeah, that'd be the only reason. Stability. But, I got, but I got plenty of uh investments. Wait, the stock market, market crash, yeah, have Uh-oh. fun with that, right? <laughs> well, our old house is finally off our hands. We um, we closed on it yesterday, yesterday morning. And fun fact, Sean, you'll probably be doing your paperwork mm-hmm. from the car. Uh-huh. We uh, we pulled up to the realtor's office, and the, a guy came out with gloves on, paperwork and a pen and stood six feet from the car and went over the paperwork with us and handed it to us to sign. So it was fun. Huh. Yeah. Uh, she's already told us that her, our mortgage broker is telling us that when we close, it's probably going to be very weird. Um, I imagine. <laughs> every, but you know, we got to do what we got to do, man. As long as we social distance and, and don't think it's okay and go out and mix and mingle. Mm hmm. It hopefully will get better sooner than later, but who knows, dude? Mm, I'm not. I just too, can't uh, wait. I can't wait to see hand sanitizer like on the shelves and stores again. <laughs> I can't say my hopes are high on it because <laughs> um, when I was driving by the Riverwalk Saturday, right, like there was probably 30 people out just parked walking around. I'm like, oh, do you not understand how this works? <laughs> It's and 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 the, I've seen that it's usually younger people. Yeah. Well, who, it's that like I mean like we've got buddies that have gone up to Lowe's, buddy! And, <laughs> Lowe's and like Home Depot, and it's like people going because they're like, oh, I'll go buy this stuff, and I'll take it home, and you know, get yard work done on the house, get it looking nice since I can't go anywhere. That's and, different. I and think. like you know, they show up to Home Depot and they're like, oh wow, there's two hundred people here, huh? Maybe I should leave. Nope. No, they don't. <laughs> uh, my mom works at Lowe's, and, and it's it's everyone, it's so surreal when things we saw on the news two, three, four months ago yeah. are really starting to really affect you at your, your place that you thought was so far away. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the Lowe's now has a sign that only a certain amount of people can go in. Think of yeah. it like a club. And then they've installed plexiglass windows in front of all the registers. They had that um, at um, Piggly Wiggly. They had plexiglass yeah. hanging down when I went in there the other day. And uh, signs all over the store saying six feet apart, six feet apart. When it's yeah. just like crazy. But yeah. Some people are better uh, at adhering to those signs than others. I've noticed too. Yeah. I, trust me, I'm the guy, like I mentioned at the beginning of this, where I'm like, dude, you sneeze, I'm hollering Corona and running away. Well, it's like if I'm standing in line for the register, you know, I'm going to do my best to be like six feet back from the person in front of me you know and then like i just look forward and there's just three different shoppers all crushed up next to each other i'm like 
you know, we got this aisle. We can spread out. It's okay, guys. Yeah, but have you been uh, to the point where you Lysol wiped your card when they handed it back to you like I have? Uh, I have not, no. I mean, I just kind of go in and I <laughs> I treat my... Uh, I treat my my hands basically as you know contaminated as soon as I get out of the car, and I I I'm not touching anything I don't have to touch. But in those instances, like where it's a card, then when it goes back in, I kind of just go, okay, I don't need to touch that for ten hours, you know, and let it do its thing when I get home. Yeah, or you could just wipe it down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've only got so much, John. In terms yeah, that's of true. But um. <laughs> In case you in case you weren't aware, um, Walmart and Sam's are doing deliveries. Oh, that's good. Um, so you know if 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 you needed an additional option, if you were not completely comfortable with you know going out, because you know virus boy, <laughs> right? Yeah, but at the same time, um, I w- I've been researching a lot into PC parts and stuff, and I come across a video where a guy's like, you know, you still got people out there that are having to work to deliver these things. Yes. And now, unless it's a necessity, do you want to be the human that put them at risk? No, but they have a lot of. Um, oh, it's a social. They, they're still adhering. They they come up to your door and they leave it. Yeah, they don't interact with you. They don't they don't touch you. Anything like that. So there's certain there's certain parameters and rules to to doing it that they put on the app while you're ordering. Please remember to do this. Please remember. Oh yeah. To do this. And remember, we, like you know, Papa John's. They're kind. Of, they're kind of like that Papa John's that I told you guys about, then, right? Yeah, exactly. What was it? Even like I saw Popeyes now. Like whenever you, uh, <laughs> whenever like you're doing anything, Love that chicken for Popeyes. It's like if you go through their drive-through now, right? It's like basically <laughs> they extend a tray out to you to put your card on, right? And then they take that in, and then whoever is doing the cards is just doing cards. That's all they do, right? Uh, and then the other person that's at the counter is doing the actual transfer of food and they're putting it on a different, uh, you know, tray and extending it out to you to take. So therefore you're not getting, you know, cross contamination between these people, right. From someone just taking some card that's contaminated and then start infecting food and all that. So it's cool to see that companies are taking this seriously yeah they are and i gotta be honest i went through the drive through today for the first time yeah we have been you know buying groceries for a week or two at a time and literally eating every meal at home other than when i order papa john's but uh <laughs> i forgot or didn't know that mcdonald's mm-hmm. has a little mac hmm. that, that's what Which made you like, that's what well, you're like a, you know what i was in my, the, the the kid wanted chicken nuggets and i was like ah. you know We'll go. And I was hungry. It was lunchtime. We had already, like I told you, we went to the house to check it out. And so I was like, a little Mac sounds delicious. It went down. I feel like Nintendo should sue them for that. Right? Little Mac? Well, I think they spell it, <laughs> I think they spell it Little Mac. Uh, where Nintendo spelled it Little Mac or vice versa. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe yeah. they just got the blessing of Nintendo, right? <laughs> Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Um, Man. Do you guys want to do this topic? Because apparently it's been 23 minutes now. Yeah, I think we're good, man. All right. You agree? John, you ready? Yeah, one thing. Um, season oh. three of Castlevania is very oh, good. Ah, season yeah. Season three of Castlevania. That's good. I enjoyed it. Is that going to be you. the last one or is the next one the last one? 
I don't know. I just know that they've re-upped for a fourth season. Oh, okay. So, no, this was not the last one. Okay. Yeah. Are you going to name your next kid Trevor? (laughs) No. Alucard. (laughs) (laughs) Alucard Baron. That would actually be a good name. That is a good name, dude. Have a kid. Name it Alucard Baron. If you do that, I get to be the godfather. (laughs) Calling it. Uh, Chris, we duel to the death. And I'm going to just be... And then I'm being called Belmont. <laughs> We're not going to just, you don't just get handed that title, sir. You earn it. I will take you down. Dude, I will end you. You won't even come out of your house. You don't know. I'll hop on my motorcycle, leave my helmet on. I've told you about these things before already. Have I told you how happy I am? I don't have to fake a back injury now for your. Uh... Wow. <laughs> he wow. Means it. He, he does mean it. He means it. <laughs> <laughs> and trust me, it's pocketed into my brain. Trust. That's right. Never forget. Trust. Filed. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's uh, file away this topic now. See how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> topic time. 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 The topic is Doom Eternal. <laughs> I had to bring the power as we. <laughs> yeah, I saw, and and believe it or not, as much fun as we had on this end last week that I kept talking about, where what we hear is different than what turned out. It turned out pretty good. Pretty good. Right, pretty good. Yeah, John. At some point during the show last week, he's like, he's kind of breaking up. I was like. That doesn't matter for me. <laughs> right. I'm going directly That's into the board. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's only you guys I worry about. Uh, but I, yeah, the peaceful game. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a wonderful stroll through the park on a Sunday. That's pretty much what it's like to play Doom Eternal. Would you say that's accurate, John? Yeah, I particularly like when uh, the Slayer um, goes to pick apples. Yes. And then fishes at the end of the day. That's really just—it's so soothing. So what? Oh, so what? Soothing. Ah. Uh, but yeah. So I got this, and I played it a little bit, and then something else came out, and <laughs> unexpectedly. Got uh, well, no, I think I just kind of like forgot, and I didn't want to believe that one thing was going to be as big as it was, and then it was. So I was like, well. <laughs> I guess that's this is where I'm what going. She said. Yeah. Uh, so you know that's that's really where I've been yeah. in the past week. But I did get to play for a couple of days between that and Neo last week, and then I played a little bit this afternoon before the show. But John, you beat the dang thing, didn't you? I did. Oh, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. He's been to hell and back, unless. You don't come back this time. I don't know. A Slayer's Tale. <laughs> right? I was thinking of a way to say that. That's perfect, John. <laughs> uh, John, why don't you set this up? Because I know a little bit of the story going into this one. Not that I felt like it was something uber important. You know, I kind of like they said, here's a gun, shoot things. And I went, okay. But I know there is like an overarching story carried over uh, from the end of the first game when you were on Mars. Well, yeah, that, I mean, that's one of the beauties of Doom 2016. And this one, the story is about as much as you want it to be. If you're if you're all about just 
killing some demons in a fast-paced <laughs> murder rampage. We've got you covered. Are demons but, considered murder, though, bro? Uh, demons, zombies, and Nazis. Apparently, that's what right. <laughs> that's what we got. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, just like just like 2016. Uh, the the lore and the story is is found in documents and things like that. But this one does a little bit better at setting up story and 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 building a world out of it and making. It, it does a pretty good job connecting the two um, at, an, at another playthrough, which which will definitely happen. I'm, I'm going to spend more time really focusing on finding all the artifacts, finding all the all the information in the world to sort of make sure I, I want the, I want to be more fleshed out with the story. Uh-huh. But, yeah, it's it's not um, it's not just uh, I mean, it, it's a complicated it's a complicated story that plays out in in the in the items you find. Was it? It's like it's two years after the first one, where I'm not sure. Like, so from what I gather, you go into stasis or something at the end of the last one. Spoilers. Well, no, Doctor Hayden somehow he he as I recall, Doctor Hayden traps you. Yeah, it was like something like the that. Game ends. And so when you when the game begins in Doom Eternal, I'm I'm left going, what exactly? How did you get here? And why do you have your own Fortress of Solitude? <laughs> or what was it called? Fortress of Doom. <laughs> Fortress it, of Doom, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Fortress so, of Doom. Th- there's a, there's exposition and explanation as to how you got to that point, but I haven't really put it all together yet. Hmm. Um, but that that'll be definitely on a second and third and fourth yeah i think like the as far as the setup i mean the big thing i guess whenever you show up pretty much earth has fallen to hell you know is is being overrun by hell demons everywhere chaos everywhere uh and i don't even know if like really your goal is from what i've gathered anything to do with like saving humanity or anything it's just to go wreck certain people (laughs) Uh, was it con? I can't remember. He said the last part. The con maker. Yeah, yeah. That seems to be your main goal, from what I've gathered. Right? Am I wrong on that? It it, it is your main main goal, but that is directly tied to what it takes to save Earth. Mm. Okay. Um, because you know, I mean, it's it's it's. I don't want to be too spoilery, but you have to accomplish that. I mean, he's he's shown up to save the Earth. That's what. Okay. He's doing. Okay. I mean, like, I didn't get that overwhelmingly, I guess, but I didn't, again, as we've said, I didn't care, you know, it wasn't like, that wasn't the main reason I was here, uh, you know, I, I think, and, and to be fair, it's always been a studio where I don't know if the, having the most in-depth story ever is ever their goal, it's just, we need a thread to get you from experience to experience and you're going to have a blast playing through these experiences. Well, they really up their ante on this one. I mean, the story is very detailed. The story is, I mean, they really build out a universe that explains for the most part who the doom slayer is. And, you know, it's funny you in between missions, you'll, you can on the left side of the panel, you can go to this, um, 
announcement thing that it's it's like um, newscasts from Earth, and they're calling you the Doom Guy and all that <laughs> weird stuff. It's very tug in cheek at some point at certain points, um, but there's definitely a really fleshed out universe that's created factions and worlds. I, I it has really gone out of their way to make this something that can build up, build upon and continue. Um, I mean, they'd be crazy not to do a, do a third one, but um, I'm sure they will. Yeah. Um, so from what I gathered, the biggest change from this one, from the last one is the platforming. Am I wrong in that? Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a definite, um, definite change uh, from the original one. Um, but you know, and as far as platforming, there's, you know, you have to tra- traverse the world. There's, there's walls you can grasp onto and climb up and down. There's certain edged out platforms to do that. So there is a certain amount of platforming. Um, and some might argue, some, might, some might make the case that that sort of takes away from the focus that doom should be, um, among other things, but, um, I haven't minded it so far. No, I haven't. I haven't really either. I, I don't think I'd mind it either. I was thinking about the first game and how there is some. It's minute. It's like minuscule platforming you do, but you got to mm-hmm. figure out how to get up to that ledge kind of thing. So you're saying in this second Doom, it's more uncharted like. I, I I wouldn't say that, but there's a point where I was at here recently where I was jumping from platform to platform, and I literally looked ahead and there was a spinning ring of fire on the equivalency of looking at a 3d version of a classic Bowser's castle. Oh, dope. <laughs> like going oh, yeah. up, like what is, what's this Mario stuff in here? <laughs> and I was like, well, that's awesome. Uh, but you know, I also think though it works well because if you recall, John, you know, loved this game. The, the last one, he, he absolutely loved it. And I just, it was couldn't, his yeah, I couldn't get into it. Um, and the main reason was, I felt like the whole entire time it was kind of obtuse trying to read this map to kind of figure out where the heck I'm supposed to go and do. Uh, and I feel like the platforming in this makes that very crystal clear, right? If I see a bunch of jumps that are progressively going up, I kind of know that's the way I should probably try to go, you know, try to figure out how to do that. And it, it gets me to that next area. Yeah, it definitely does, but I mean, and and some would argue this is where it grinds it down to a halt. You'll you'll, you'll come up to this ledge, and you're looking out into this open space, and you're staring out there trying to figure out where do I go now? Where's the thing I jump onto? Because it's not always immediately evident. Um, mm. So so it, it's not a problem with me particularly. Yeah, I mean, even the platforming itself is very fast in a doom type of speed. Um, but it, it, but, but for some who have trouble finding the next location, it can grind down the tempo of the game. I wonder if those are mainly just people who like, they do primarily just play first person shooters. Right. So yeah, I would you're, imagine. you're throwing them into an element they're not comfortable with versus, yeah. you know, folks like us. But uh, yeah, that, that was my biggest concern with the uh, going, from the last one and i gotta say it's probably why so far even though i haven't gotten to play it as much as john has uh every time i fired up i'm just having a blast with it you know um just 
from every little ability that they kind of walk you into getting, which is, I mean, there's a lot of different little kind of combo techniques that you can use to beneficiary uh beneficial results to you beneficiary huh right (laughs) uh beneficial results uh make sure miss dooms uh miss doomslayer gets all my stuff when i die Uh, make sure i update my power of attorney (laughs) real quick (laughs) but uh but no like uh when you're um you know like for instance understanding they give you a flamethrower in this and understanding this is what i use if i just need a little bit of armor you know, this is the quick way to get this. Or I have a chainsaw and understanding, okay, when I use that chainsaw, it's going to drop a bunch of ammo for me. Or when I use the the fist punch when they're flashing, that's going to drop health. And then um, once you get the ice grenade and things like that, and you're, you're able to kind of crowd control because you can freeze a bunch of people to focus on this one big baddie that's wrecking you, um, you know, it allows you to start to piece together kind of like a combo system, a um, little bit more something like, say, like a Devil May Cry or a Bayonetta, where you, you start to see the pieces, how you can chain things together to do really crazy, awesome things. And most importantly, I think, stay alive. You know, so that's that's what I've enjoyed about that gameplay so much. Yeah, definitely. And it's, and it's, it's um, all that stuff you mentioned. Um, some of it's new, but for the most part, all of it has been completely improved um, and refined from from 2016. Back when I was thinking, how can a first person shooter get better than this? Well, Doom Eternal comes along and just answers that question for you. And it's you know, and the thing about Doom is um, it's the ultimate power fantasy. For it's sure. about it's about you jumping in and just being Rick. the thing that everybody fears um so i just i can't i can't say enough about this game um some of the things like the chainsaw you mentioned um uh it's it's definitely improved as of last time because in 2016 you're you're running around looking for gasoline tanks to keep your chainsaw yeah um active well this one has a has there's like three gauges on the chainsaw like if you if you have your gauge all the way up to three you can take down larger enemies such as the tyrant or something like that Hmm. but the the chainsaw always replenishes to one slot that allows you to um cut in half smaller enemy enemies to keep replenishing your ammo and that was a really good refinement on the game because i found myself you know everybody you'll find that everybody plays this game and approaches it completely different yeah um one of the things i i never bothered um cutting down with the chainsaw larger enemies i just never bothered doing it because i just i always waited for that one slot to replenish to cut down a small enemy um to replenish the ammo. I mean, I started playing this game remembering and not remembering that um, I would always try to lay out all the smaller enemies first. Mm-hmm. And that's hardly ever the way to go. Yeah. I mean, you want, you want to keep those guys alive and take down the big baddies first because the smaller ones are slower and they're less threatening and things like that. But you always need that ammo stock. And you know, when you need more ammo, you go to kill a little zombie and you get all your ammo back. Um, I found True. myself, uh, as soon as I would start a fight in a new area, I would just start kind of like trying to figure out a circle path. 
if that makes sense. Sure. And it was mainly not so much to like, as you said, yeah, I would try to leave those, those kind of more minion type uh, enemies for whenever there was a big baddie in the room. Um, but more so to see, okay, where's the ammo? Where's the health? Where is, is there a power up here that I can get? Right. And like have that all mapped out so that I could kind of just build myself up to then get to the point where when I turn around and I start to actually assess what is the big threat and how do I deal with it, I kind of know where I can go from there and, and make my runs and not have to have to feel so chaotic as I'm doing it, right? Where I'm just trying to scramble to survive, but I can actually be strategic and and have a plan of action as to where I'm going. And and like I said, every time you pull it off, like, you know, I might die a couple of times trying to figure it out, but once you do figure it out and you pull it off, it, it's, as you said, the game just consistently makes you feel BA. And I think it's in part supported because it's just got, again, an amazing metal soundtrack that is consistently pumping in the background fueling you on with every chainsaw rip and and every uh burn of the flamethrower and such you know you just it is male machismo to level 10 and there's nothing wrong with that <laughs> oh for sure and, and i don't know it feels the game feels like with with the different um different abilities to be, believe it or not the the previous game didn't have the dash ability yeah um and is when you when you get a hold of the super shotgun, the super shotgun now has a chain mm. um, attachment to the shotgun where you can. I mean, you've probably seen those in the demos where you where you shoot at an enemy and and it pretty much um, draws you to them, um, and then and, and and allows you to fire off a very powerful shotgun blast. So the game is so much more. Um, how do I say? I don't know the word. Uh, it, instead of being a, a flat uh, arena of shooting, mm-hmm. you, you it's multi level. You, I mean, you tr- you're flying through the air. You're doing it's there's it's so much more verticality. Um, Is it layered, John? It's layered, Sean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's like so much more depth to the um, to the upgrade Earth system. Of the, oh. Never mind. Yeah. I mean, runes, uh, the runes in this game are fantastic. I mean, you, you, there's, there's an ability that I always, that I recommend that you, you know, if you're particularly new to doom and particularly new to keyboard and mouse on doom, you know, you can jump through the air and right click and it slows down um, the the pace and, and everything starts to slow down. So allowing you to hit your sh- shots more accurately, particularly when they count. Um, Wait a minute. Can you not do that if you were playing with like an Xbox controller? You can. I'm, I'm, I was only speaking to because well, the PC master race, because that's true. No, or not. You no, die. no, because, because it's the only I was way you should little, play. Because I was having a little bit of trouble with the keyboard and mouse, that particular rune helped me. Ah, that's all I was saying. Um, the weapon it didn't upgrade, sound like that. Okay, it probably didn't because that's what the master race sounds like. <laughs> but, uh, uh, the weapon upgrades, you know, just just like in the first game, you unlock um, mods to each weapon. There's two mods for each weapon, but this one drills down even farther. Yeah. You can upgrade those weapon mods. <laughs> yeah, I heard yeah. you show it. You can drill. You can drill down those weapon mods for faster recovery time. Um, and then there's a there's 
and then you can master each weapon mod. There's a there's a master classification where, in order to do it, you have to perform certain actions Beats, yeah. in combat to unlock the master, um, the master version of each individual weapon. The Sentinel crystals are off are a lot like the upgrades in Doom that upgrade your health, armor, and ammo. I like um, how they let you pick which perks you want those to be based off of too right so if yes you, if you want yes. to be focused on someone who has a lot of ammo you don't have to specifically go through one kind of skill tree you could be like okay these are the different skill sets that you could pick out that have ammo options and unlock all those first before you go back and start unlocking health and, and armor upgrades right and yeah and, and- uh-oh it's fine. Sorry. Just, get the, just get the dog riled up. It's fine. No worries. Was that Burgess? He probably heard it was. Me. It was one of them. <laughs> he probably he heard my voice on the microphone and he got excited. But, I'd be excited. But one of the things about upgrading and, and I always what I what I always do is I upgrade I upgrade my ammo and get it all the way up to max before I even focus on health and armor. But the way the but way those upgrades work in this game is you have this grid layout that shows um, like ammo on one side and health mm-hmm. on the other side of this. And if you unlock both of them on each side, doing that unlocks a perk. But um, so in order to do that, um, you have to focus on, if you want to unlock perks, you have to focus on that. But I just went through and just upgraded all my ammo to get more ammo because yeah. the way I With saw you. it, you can, you can, chainsaw enemies and get all the health you need yeah. um, if you're doing it right yeah ammo is the one thing that is always finite in this game yeah. um versus you know even though there might not be tons of health packs if you're killing enemies you're getting health right so and seeing as you literally have a way to get armor on your hand this time uh you know <laughs> yeah for sure and i, I don't think i don't think the first game had this but you had this new ability called blood punch yes um that basically allows you to glory kill certain enemies and when you glory kill those enemies your blood punch gauge rises and allows you like when you get sort of in a jam with these one of these big enemies you can punch them and completely at least early on in the game for the most part lay out yeah not just one enemy but a whole slew of enemies that just go falling um it's pretty incredible and it just all that stuff just adds to the godlike feeling that you have. But at the same time, you know, like, like Chris was saying, it can take a couple of times in certain arenas because the game really does check your ego um, frequently. Yes. Keeps you humble. It's uh, it does a good job of consistently enter uh, introducing a new big kind of bad enemy type and basically telling you, okay, you need to figure out what it is you should do to handle this, right? Because we're only giving you one of them right now, but eventually you're going to come to a point later on where there will be multiple of them and there will be multiple other uh, terrible creatures around you too. And if you don't know what the best way is for each one, like uh, I can't remember what they're called. Uh, The big uh, eyeball guys, the blue eyeballs been around since the original doom. Um, ah, slip in my mind. Just, the way Doom works, you just call him Eyeball Guy. Yeah, there you go. 
But uh, like their thing, you know, like they can be a pain if you're just trying to go against them head on, right? Like they will one, if you, if they hit you, they do a ton of damage. But if uh, if you're just if your goal is to just lay in with your machine gun or your shotgun or whatever, they're gonna take quite a few hits before they fall. Versus if you just know to throw your grenade in their mouth when it's open, it's a instant yeah. kill. So you know, <laughs> like understanding that and getting very good at doing it on the fly when you're moving, that's how you become BA in this game. <laughs> and again, every time you do it, you do feel BA, which is the most important thing. Well, I gotta be honest. When I finally, you know, I played Doom. Were we calling it Doom 16, 18? What are we calling it? Doom 18? 16. That's how long ago that game came out? Yeah, four years ago. I know, right? That does not feel like that was John's game of the year that long ago. Anyway, all right, sidetrack. But I remember John saying, like, he was having a hard time playing it because he was trying to take it slow. Yeah. And then he goes, once I realized that once the music starts, you go, you know. Balls to the wall. Balls to the walls, just all pelvic deep. And that's when you get the most out of Doom. So when I started firing up, it's like, yeah, dude, go. Run around, blast, do things. You know, don't just sit there and be stagnant. No. So that's I, that's one of the greatest things about Doom. Yeah, if a, if a FPS and a rhythm game had a baby, it would be Doom, I think. That's not a bad because way to describe I, it. Yeah, because it's all, it's all about getting into sort of a rhythm. And everybody's rhythm can, can be different the way you go about playing. I mean, as long as you, I don't know, as, I don't even, I don't even really read the room anymore. I just have a rhythm of how, of a step one, step two, step three on yeah. how I approach enemy types. Um, and I just kind of go about it that way. Um, and as, and I just like, like Sean said, as, as long when I learned in the original, I say original doom, doom 2016, that you had to keep moving i was like what do you mean keep moving that's how you die <laughs> you gotta take cover man <laughs> but uh no, something happens your instincts kick in all of a exactly. sudden you're like it's punching all... things you're you're slicing things chainsawing things blasting things everything just starts happening or organically in your hands and it's you become a doom slayer you know i don't mean to sound you know hack but you do yeah that's, definitely that's what they game. want yeah, it's a day it's a game that definitely teaches you muscle memory Yes. And if you don't if you don't if you don't learn muscle memory with this game, you will never never be happy with it. And I got to be honest, because of the because of the new format I'm playing on, I was a bit frustrated um in the beginning. I was not I was not enjoying it as much as I was hoping. Um mm -hmm. because but but I went into the menus and kind of changed some things up on my on my keys and made things a lot easier to reach. I've got small hands, but you can, <laughs> you, you can say you put it on easy mode, John. It's fine. <laughs> I did for a little bit. <laughs> I did for a little bit and it helped. I ain't ashamed to say it. Um, I would say the big thing that's great about this game. If you ever want a game that is just great practice on practice on, uh, or experience, right. Um, as you said, to build muscle memory uh, long-term for being able to fire from the hip while moving, this is probably the game that you should use, right? And then you may find yourself down the line having a lot less trouble when you're playing something like Apex or Overwatch or Call of Duty Online and you, and you need to learn how to fire from the hip, right, to get those shots while moving. 
<laughs> John Rambo agrees. Yes. Um. <laughs> so, are are you ready to do a Richard John, or you got anything else? I I don't have well, anything else. So if you do, well, just a just a couple things. I mean, uh, of course, they're not. Just go uh, ahead. <laughs> just take your time. One of the things. One of the things that's really cool about this game, among many, is your Fortress of Doom. For sure. Um, because there's, there, if, if you go, it's really a huge structure to explore. There's an area where you go down an elevator where they have practice sessions that you can go in and, and just do practice sessions with enemies to kind of build up your play style, get a little bit better, help you get more comfortable with the combat. And then there's things in the world that you find that are their power cells that allow you to unlock certain rooms on the, on the fortress of doom. And it could be, um, Praetor tokens for your Praetor suit. Um, it could be suits. It, it could be different skins. You can unlock different weapons. Um, and then each, each area, um, of the game also has slayer gates, um, and timed encounters, um, that go about helping you unlock even more stuff on the, um, on your fortress of doom. Like in order to, I think it, I think it's, uh, there's areas on e- on each level that require a key. And when you unlock those doors, you, you go into these, um, yeah, there's, I think there's slayer gates where if by completing a, a heavy combat area in, in the slayer gate, it, it gives you an item. And if you collect so many items, it unlocks a certain weapon that you'll see in the very middle of your fortress of doom. It's much like, it's not as, it's not as BA as the BFG, but it's, um, but it's a pretty solid weapon from what I hear. I haven't unlocked that, but um, the, the doom, the doom ship is, is pretty cool. Um, All the stuff that you unlock, the toys, the vinyl albums you unlock um, get, displayed on the fortress of doom that you can go in, go to those certain places in, in the fortress and play all that, play that music, all that stuff. And somewhere in the game is hidden, um, doom one and two, where you can unlock nice. those and play. So. <laughs> uh, I still remember. Oh, and I gotta, I gotta say, as far as certain things that people are complaining about, uh, I previously mentioned the, um, the platforming, is a little bit of a turnoff for some people I've heard, but there's an enemy in this game that really is, is such a, it really slows down the pacing and it, it can be very, it can be a very frustrating enemy. It's the Marauder. Um, they he shows up, he shows up me. as a boss fight and around the middle of the game. Oh. And then he becomes just a regular enemy that shows up hmm. um and he'll show up in the pl- in the in the worst places he's got he he's like a bad penny he just turns up hmm. but he um nothing you can't just attack him head on like you would any other enemy um he's he's completely unusual which which is why people say he he's kind of a enemy that just drives down the tempo because you have to focus on him completely. Um, there's only certain windows where you can fire on him and, and hurt him. If you try to shoot him just willy nilly, he blocks your shot. Um, so he's, he's a challenge um, 
to get used to. And he's a completely separate rhythm you have to learn inside the other rhythm of the overall combat of the game. So some people weren't exactly thrilled about that. He's a piece of garbage. <laughs> he sucks. Yeah. Um, but, but other than that, I'm ready to Richard it up. Oh, okay. Um, so obviously, yeah, I'm nowhere near the end. I, I, I think you said I was probably about a quarter of the way through John. Um, which is fine. You know, I feel like I, I, I have an idea of where I'm going, uh, tentatively. Right. Uh, but you know, as I said, I, I wanted to like the doom 2016 and it just never clicked for me the way that it did for a lot of other people. Thus proving John is wrong and that I always go with the flow. Um, you know, I, I, I do have things that I, uh, from time to time do not like. Uh, and that was one of them, unfortunately. But uh, I've always loved the Doom series. And I got to say, this is, I, I'm glad the little issues I had that were standing in my way uh, so far, it seems like, have completely been rectified. So for me at this point, uh, I'm going to go, uh, Sean, what's the German word you like to say? What? There's no way. There's nine. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a nine at this point. Wow. Wow, dude, that's big. <laughs> it's huge. That's completely fair. Um, you know, when when 2016 came out. Oh my God, he's I so thought, mad. You I, gave it a nine. He is so mad. I thought that this was. <laughs> I thought this was the shooter to to end all shooters. And then it, and then they turn around and, and do this one. This the this does everything almost perfect. This this is now the 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 shooter that everybody's looking at. Um, this is probably the best FPS I've ever played, and for that reason, guys, it gets a perfect ten. Hmm. Folks, 100%. let's uh, let's just stipulate John never played Half Life Two, so put down your pitchforks it's okay <laughs> right he look guys he hasn't played other games this is you know we totally remember, understand John just started playing online like a year ago okay we totally understand it's okay it's okay <laughs> well cool i'm John, I, is- I figured i figured that was what you were going to be at but you know i was i was a little worried that maybe the keyboard keyboard and uh mouse might you know lower it for you and i was like i got i, I, I got I very discouraged i uh, got very discouraged i was like i hope that him joining the master race doesn't destroy something he loves <laughs> it's like just plug in a controller if you need to john yeah i almost did <laughs> <laughs> i mean that xbox controller is such a good controller and you do have a pc and you know that's windows yeah. microsoft i mean it makes sense john you there know, you it go totally makes sense well cool 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 that's uh that's Doom Eternal. I think it's pretty yeah, good. Go check it out. <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> Nine and a ten. I don't know if you can get a higher ringing endorsement than that. I and I gotta be honest. I I have an inkling that when I play this game, or if I had played it with you guys, six point five. No, it, it. I love Doom twenty sixteen. Ah, love it. So please play. Are, please play twenty sixteen first. Otherwise, you might not want to go back to it. <laughs> That's what, yes, right. I know. Dude, I tried to go back and play Ori the other day on my Switch, the regular Ori in the Blind Forest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's You missed so many things that the, the new one, the uh, Will of the Wisp, gave you. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. I, I, you know, I played Blind Forest again right before Will of the Wisp, and I, I have to agree. I don't know if I could go back to that now that easily. 
it would be a hard. It's, cra- it's crazy. I mean, it's it's fantastic because the switch is the ultimate poop thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I started, you know, kind of playing Ori again while I was pooping and whatnot. Ooh. And uh Ooh, poop game. Ooh. <laughs> Lord. Yeah. Hey, good y'all did great today, man. Um, legit. I was looking forward to whenever we did this. Um and yeah. Well, cool. Can it's I so did- funny. It's so funny how Doom came out the same day that a game like Animal Crossing came out. Could yeah, they okay. be any different? <laughs> <laughs> Can I just I gotta say, um, and I, you know, this game is flipping gorgeous yeah even it, in it deserves feet. credit it's just beautiful i, I didn't you even snob? realize it. did you really just say even in 1080p i, <laughs> I can't sure with did. you anymore i cannot <laughs> with you anymore John, i don't even cry. i'll say this i didn't even realize it. P, 60 frames <laughs> i didn't even realize it uh until today when my frame rate dropped for the first time this yeah, game yeah. i was accidentally running because my you know my monitor can't do it in theory it's not really designed to output that well uh it was running in true native 4k for me and it was like oh god my my 2070 super should not be able to do that right you know 1440 is kind of the more uh mark that i'm looking for uh and it was perfect and now that you know i'm down to 1440 it's even running better you know well, that's the thing. Um, AMD apparently um, Doom c- cannot run HDR on AMD ah. right now. They're trying to they're trying to figure out why that happened, but you know. Here so, we go. Jeez, Sean, calm down. Man. Well, I don't want you sitting here bashing AMD cards. The Radeon cards. I'm not. I'm you, not. You it's, totally it's, just did. No, no, that's a Bethesda Nvidia, issue. It's Nvidia, not. That's that's a Bethesda issue. Real computers an actually using Nvidia cards yeah. with their ray tracing and. Yeah, well, what is Xbox and PS5 using, boys? AMD. They, all, they they always use AMD. <laughs> no, they don't. Yeah, they. You're wrong. AMD. Die. Go look it up. Go look it up. AMD is. Go look done. it up. Fact check. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but that said, you guys want to do some news? I, yes. Okay. Yes, indeed. All right. All up the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News. news! Was that our best? <laughs> Sean, I don't know how to tell you this. Ever since we've been separated, we have not been our best, sir. No, no, I mean, was that our best since we've been separated? Oh, okay. As far as news. Maybe. I think it was. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I was about to say. I, I think our shows have been top-notch, considering the circumstances, sir. Hey, it wasn't a threat. <laughs> <laughs> Back the down. <laughs> Don't start a fight. Hey, man. I won't be like Nintendo, all right? <laughs> what? I did it. I got us going, guys. Nintendo yeah. joins the fight. Nintendo has delivered 10,000 N95 particulate respirator. That was a hard word for you, boy, just now. Masks <laughs> to healthcare workers in Washington State. This is awesome. The company sent the bulk to help first responders most affected in the area of North Bend. According to a response from North Bend's government, uh, quote, the community served by City of North Bend and East Side fire and rescue staff deeply appreciate the generous donation from Nintendo. Nintendo originally purchased the mask for, quote, emergency preparedness planning. In other news, Nintendo announced that it would be closing its repair centers in North America because of COVID-19. 
The public is being asked to hold off on sending their devices in for repair, which good thing John got his repaired back. I was about to say, John, you better make sure Aiden doesn't touch your uh, <laughs> your switch for the next couple of months. No kidding. But that's that awesome. I can't, I can't imagine what emergency preparedness planning they were doing that required 10,000 respirator masks. Like those things were just sitting in a warehouse somewhere. I don't know. Maybe they're just used to it more That's over there. That's a lot. Right? Maybe because they're so close to China that and with SARS and all that, they've just been prepared, right? I don't know. No, this is, I mean, this was the um, North America headquarters. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Nintendo's probably applying something evil. <laughs> um, but yeah, this there's been like a ton of these kinds of stories from just various industries kind of doing what they can, right? Like, I know, like, the GM and, and Ford, they're making respirators. Uh, and uh, even here locally, like, we've we've got a couple breweries here local, locally that have pretty much shut down from making beer, and they've just been making hand sanitizer and mass quantities for hospitals since they had Oh, nice. Material. Yeah. So just, like, things like that. It's pretty cool to see businesses. You know, everyone seems to uh, – well, most businesses seem to be in the idea of, you know – doing what they can this hand sanitizer is a little bit hoppy (laughs) (laughs) uh speaking hey john do you have any big plans nope nope (laughs) i don't have any big plans but mario does (laughs) he's turning uh he's turning 35 and rumors are rampant that nintendo is planning a big splash to celebrate the famous plumber's 35th birthday according to vgc and other sources one second guys hey john job's done one second yeah (laughs) yeah go get that timer dude jesus christ here i'll pick up for him according Uh, to vgc and other sources nintendo was planning a slew of new content and remasters of mario titles nintendo was planning a collection to include super mario 64 super mario sunshine and mario galaxy that will be treated as a special anniversary collection there will also be a port of Super Mario 3D World, which is allegedly set to be a deluxe edition with new levels and content. Furthermore, there will be a Return to Roots Paper Mario game that is currently in development. All this news was set to be released during E3 if the reports are, in fact, true. Nice. And, dude, this is the most amazing news ever. For yeah, real. I got to be honest. I was going to say exactly what you said. This is, my, of course, my favorite news to come through as far as video game stuff here recently. Uh, it, it made me so happy to see it. I couldn't wait for your little dot to turn green this morning mm-hmm. so I could, you know, type it up and tell you, John. And then yeah. as I finally got to tell you, you're like, I'm grinning from ear to ear right now as I type this up. It is just a, it's, it's a, just a good piece. Yeah, hey. it definitely. It names two of the games that I've wanted on Switch. I've, I've been wanting forever a Super Mario Sunshine remaster. And there's no, it's not clear whether this is a remaster or just a port. Yeah. Um, but getting Super Mario 3D World on Switch is awesome. That's probably my favorite Mario game of the past decade. It's fantastic. Hey, Sean. Uh, I kind of like Galaxy, buddy. Sean. Uh, yes, sir. Thanks for waiting for my skill to turn green so you could talk to me about Super Mario. Really well, you're, when when you saw my schedule turn green, you messaged me about some things that were going on in in your personal life, buddy. 
You've been like, hey, that's happening to you? Well, let me tell you what's coming. <laughs> right. I just didn't feel right, you know? This has to be com- – so let's see. So we have the Master Chief Collection. So is this called the Plumber Collection? I don't know what to call this. It's got to have a cool title. I guess the – The Mario Collection, That Chris? just doesn't sound good. Sounds fantastic. The- it's so weird because I own – um. I got to see how, what it's officially called, but when the 25th anniversary happened, there was a big set you could buy where it, you got a, a, a compact disc of all the music from all the Marios. You got games. Yeah, I remember that. I, got, I, I own that, and I remember buying it, and I can't believe it's been 10 years, and now it's 35 years they're celebrating. Ugh. Well, this is, this is obviously exciting news for many reasons, but it's also encouraging that I think Zelda turns 35 next year. So I'm hoping to see maybe Wind Waker on Switch and a remaster of Skyward Sword and all kinds of crazy stuff. So I'm hoping this is a trend that continues for every anniversary. And um, don't leave forever. Forever. Don't leave Metroid hanging when their time is due as well. Thanks. Bye. We'll call it the It's a Me. That'll be the name of it. (laughs) I really need to play a Metroid game from start to finish, don't I? We just talked about one. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, I hate to close that uh, topic and move on to oh. the next one. But, oh, oh. Wow. GameStop, <laughs> GameStop is to close more stores. Um, 300 more to be in fact within the coming year. This news came by way of an earnings call, which revealed the plan, the plans, <laughs> plans. <laughs> in light of the company's financial situation. The company currently has 5,500 operational stores across the United States of America. In the call, the company revealed the huge Huge. financial uncertainty put on by COVID-19. However, it noted an increase of 2% in sales for recent months. The company turned a profit in the fourth quarter and saw a decrease in its net loss in its net loss for the full fiscal year, which I think is good news. Die. You know, despite despite the fact that they're going to close some more stores, but yeah, well, I mean, this has been the long rumored plan, right? To kind of stave off everything is just to, as leases on their stores uh, expire, if they're not something that's you know a top notch earnings store, they're pretty much just not renewing the lease and letting them die. You know, close the store, right? So, I imagine you're going to get a lot more of that this year. Still, that's a lot of stores. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So it's hard. To, I mean, obviously, you don't want anybody to to lose their job, but that's five thousand stores in the U.S. alone. That's five percent of their. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. No, that's five percent of their total stores are closing. Yeah, they're, we've got three of them in our town. Well, they're only closing three hundred, John. There's yeah. fifty five hundred stores. Open. Yeah, I've been. I, I've been amazed that we've been able to keep three stores open, by the way. I keep expecting it. With two of them really close to each other. Yeah, like literally less than a mile from each other. (laughs) A mile? Like Like a quarter of a mile? Yeah, like like two football fields length, right? They're in the same same shopping center. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. It's insanity. Uh, Speaking of insanity. Yeah. Here's the download. Uh oh. 
Sony has announced that download speeds will be slowed in the U.S. and Europe. This will only apply to the download of games. Online gameplay will continue at its normal level of performance. Uh, quote, beginning today, we will take similar tack, <laughs> similar measures in the United States, and we will continue to take appropriate action to do our part to help ensure Internet stability at this unprecedented, man, I suck at this, at this unprecedented situation continues to evolve. We are grateful for the role we play in helping deliver a sense of community and entertainment in these very trying times. Thank you again for your support, your patience, and for being part of the PlayStation community. Please stay home and stay safe, In quote. I guess I need to start that download for uh, Final Fantasy uh, 7 Remake. 7 then. Remake, yeah, yeah, you might want to go ahead and do that, buddy. <laughs> because you reminds me. It's like 2016 all over again for me. How long did a download take? Four days? Three days. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. Dude, I got great news. I got great news. So uh, moving into the new house, I went ahead and scouted to see if I could get the AT&T fiber if yeah. it was available. It's available. Congrats. Woo! I'm getting fiber. <laughs> they like give fiber you a box is good of for your fiber. Digestion. Yeah. Yes. And but, for my uh, downloads of not PlayStation games, apparently. The thing that's crazy is, like, Sony already throttles download speeds pretty heavily compared yes. to his PC and uh, Xbox. Like, I think the most they allow at any moment is 10 MIPS down, if I recall. I think even Nintendo is more than that. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I'm like, so if they're throttling download speeds again, I'm like, ugh, what is that going to take us to? But, I mean, I get it. You got to do what you can, and there's no one's going to deny that there's definitely a uh, a burden that's being placed on our networks right now as far as stability due to all this remote working happening and uh, people just being at home with nothing else to do except for streaming Netflix, right? About tigers with guys and mullets. That's important. It's vital. <laughs> that mullet was epic. It, it really was. was. Uh, well, let's move on to the next news with no delay to be quite you know frank with you just like the ps5 i am on fire uh a sony spokesperson has teeth? indicated the covid19 outbreak should cause no impact on the launch date uh the spokesperson recently spoke <laughs> with bloomberg not michael because you know he's terrible at debates indicating that the company quote doesn't see any notable impact on the holiday launch window gamestop ceo george sherman who indicated that they are receiving no sign that there has been delays to either PS5 or Xbox Series that X. That is funny. Has also emphasized this sentiment. Industry analysts seem to also agree with this assessment, and so does your boy Sean because he watches YouTube videos on this thing all day now. Yeah. Uh, the way they're producing what they need has minimal human contact, and... um we should be fine, boys. Yeah, I think uh, most kind of agree that the bigger likely thing is that you just don't have as many units at launch, right? Like maybe they were hoping uh, pretty much Christmas sales, you'd have 3 million new consoles, right? Maybe it only ends up being 1.5 million. And, you know, and something they're planned for uh, with the adjustment, but just one of those realities, right? So... If, yeah. you, if you want one of these day one, I would say whenever they do get announced, you're going to have to go ahead and pre-order Johnny on the spot as soon as those become available. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> do you agree there's evidence of Apple VR? 
Well, I was going to say there's it's not anecdotal evidence for sure, but or is it? I don't know. Interesting. <laughs> I'll tell you this though, multiple reports <laughs> have stated that Apple is developing its own AR and Ooh! VR tech. Images have leaked with Mac rumors, uh, which is a website, uh, not to be confused with a little Mac, posted an image of a black remote that looks very similar to the HTC Vive Focus controller. Um, Let me scroll down here. The similarities. Let's see. Oh, crap. Hold on. I mean, you are terrible. The similarities seemingly match reports that Apple engineers were testing VR technology with HTC Vive hardware. The company is also experimenting with a, quote, crosswalk bowling augmented reality experience. Players roll a virtual bowling ball at virtual pins placed on the opposite end of the crosswalk. Boring. It's been been really weird to me that... um... You know, because Samsung Galaxy phones have been able to do VR for years, right? Uh, and it's it's been very surprising to me that really Apple never capitalized on that uh, to the same extent. So, right, maybe they're finally I, at the point where they feel like, oh, we can do this, and it's not going to be a a major cost to uh, our product. I'm a little worried because, like, when I played Wii bowling, mm-hmm. I almost blew my knee out every time. <laughs> Cause I would like slide <laughs> like I was really bowling, but luckily the socks and the carpet, you know, were, were forgiving. If I go outside to a crosswalk and I go straight bowling alley, you know, slide stance roll, I might not have any legs after like two rolls guys. Sean, everyone knows the way you bowl and we, you is you literally like release oh, the ball y'all all the cheat. way at the y'all top. Are cheaters. <laughs> y'all are cheaters. Cheat. I'm just saying one of us has bowled 900, 300 perfect games. The other apparently blew his knee out. So, Sean, Sean, do you have a trick knee? You have a bad knee? Uh, I don't know how to answer that question. Why don't you? I mean, it would, it would, are you, it are you playing to go ice skating it, anytime? Yeah, I mean, no, I'm would, good. Because if you have a bad just, knee. It would just be good for me to know, you know, in case we ever have some issues. Yeah. <laughs> Is it the right or left? <laughs> it's right in the middle, John. It's my third leg. <laughs> it bends. Um, well, well, Sean, I'm not going to do a segue because segways are lame and we should stop. But I will tell you that uh, I've been very interested and wanting to get into Fallout 76. You told me this, that. Yeah. This might be a good time. So I just segued myself. <laughs> Listen, when we bought my 1X. I know. But you know the thing. I was all I, like, let's play Fallout. And you were like, and then you were all like, I sold Fallout. And I was like, F you die. Yeah, but I have but, a PC now. <laughs> that's funny. But most importantly, Sean, Wastelanders DLC has been delayed. Do, do, do you know what I just did? My I can imagine what you just did. The coldness of a microphone because I put my head on it and I was through with you. But yes, <laughs> some DLC <laughs> for Fallout 76 has been delayed. Fallout 76's upcoming Wastelanders DLC has been delayed by a full week. The DLC featuring human NPCs Ooh, with fine. full dialogue, trees. Oh, dialogue trees. 
not dialogue and then trees, guys. A new main quest with choices and consequences was originally slated to come out in the fall of 2019. However, it slipped to a new release date of April 7, and as of now, they've delayed one more week to a date of April 14 due to the impact of COVID-19. Quote, like others around the world, we're dealing with a critical situation, COVID-19, that's currently affecting so many of us in our communities. For the safety of everyone, we have transitioned to remote work and are limiting our in-person interactions. So, John, if you want to fire that thing up and see what's up, you let me know, bro. You know what I'm saying? We can do it. <laughs> nice. Did you uh, did you order anything last week? No? Okay. That's a whole nother story. And if y'all want to bring that up. No, I don't want, I'm sorry. I I didn't (laughs) back up that bus real quick. Move that bus. (laughs) You don't want to update our audience. I think our audience would be interested. You sure? I don't like how fast you just spoke. And I don't know if that was because of the internet made you sound really fast or what, but this is not a time when you were really fast. Which knee is it? (laughs) (laughs) Why does it look like that? I would do that. <laughs> Many uh, were left scratching their heads when first introduced to the new design of the Xbox Series X. I wasn't. Many online. What? I wasn't. Many, many online compared it to a fridge. When it comes to design, there is a method to the madness, as revealed by recent videos like Digital Foundry. Airflow is a very important design factor when considering this design. Quote, the ODD sets one dimension. The volume of the heat sink sets the other dimension, according to Chris Kajoski, principal designer at Microsoft. Quote, the height is set by airflow. And throughout this kind of complex negotiation of figuring out how this stuff comes together, we landed on a square form factor, which we love. End quote. The top of the box has a powerful fan that draws out 70% more airflow. Yeah, man. Good stuff, dude. Gotta have that positive air pressure. I uh, one of the coolest things is completely aesthetic um, on the Xbox. The top of it, when it was first revealed, you thought had like this green plate under it, but it's all optical illusion. It's yes. just um, it's just like green paint inside right the holes. Yeah. That when you look at it was, from an angle, it looks green. I was a little disappointed that it actually wasn't like an illuminated LED type thing because I yeah. thought that would have been pretty cool, but. It also was cool when that video that Austin Evans showed out mm-hmm. on where he, they kind of really showed that. I was like, oh, that still does look pretty cool up close. It did. It's it exciting. Yeah. Yes. One thing I didn't like, we're about to talk about next when I saw that same video, and that was about how um, the Xbox One X controllers are going to come with batteries, which I think is boo. But Microsoft has explained its decision to continue uh, to support battery-operated controllers, citing flexibility for players. Boo. According to Microsoft's Jason Ronald, both fan and internal feedback was split on the issue, with half preferring AA batteries and the other half rechargeable battery. As far as the modest redesign, Microsoft found that most players were overall satisfied with the chief design of the controller. I agree. I thought everything all looks good. I, I don't know about you guys, but when I any any, mic, any Xbox I get, those first batteries they give me, they last a little while, but I've always upgraded to the rechargeable battery pack. Yeah. So, I, me and too. I, I do like the fact that they've basically made it so that per generation you can carry over, you know, and yeah. Yeah, those battery sure. packs still work. I, I mean, I see the argument both ways with it because on one hand, 
I'm with you, Sean. Like, it's just nice to have an internal battery, right? As long as it's not Sony's internal battery and it's Nintendo's internal battery. <laughs> right, right, uh, right. <laughs> or, or the Xbox Series Elite controller's internal battery and this new one. Uh, you know, one that lasts more than five minutes. But um, I, I, I do see it both ways because as they are right, like, you know, rechargeable batteries over time, they do die. So, you know, if, if it's internal, it's going to be a pain to replace unless you just want to buy a new one. Um, and then on the other hand, it adds more cost usually, right? Uh, and it very well might have been when they were putting out this question to people, they're like, hey, would you be okay with paying $70 for a internal, uh, you know, internally charged battery uh, controller? Uh, versus sixty dollars for one that comes with two batteries and can use battery packs. Um, and I'm guessing, you know, they must have gotten feedback that said we would prefer the sixty dollar version, right? Because otherwise, why wouldn't you? But I don't know. Maybe one I guess, we'll have it. I, but you know, the PS4 controller is sixty dollars and it's chargeable. Yeah, exactly, it's, and it's Plus terrible. It- <laughs> But I mean, like compared to Nintendo, Nintendo is seventy dollars, right? And I'm guessing it's because of its battery. Um, maybe I think it's because of the Rumble Pack and the uh, <laughs> the Amiibo scanner thingy. Yeah. Okay, Reggie. Um, and plus the and plus the uh, <laughs> it has mo- plus it has motion controls in it. Yeah, yeah plus it has a gyrometer in it, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know, and when you pour, you can actually feel the the ice cubes. Right. Yes. There's three of them. It's amazing. It is, it is amazing. It really is. Uh-huh. <laughs> Drink that Kool-Aid. You know what's not amazing? Project the Cars for Gold this month. They the games for gold this month, yeah. Uh Project Cars 2. Hey. Yeah. This next one is amazing. Thank you. Appreciate Project it. Cars 2 and Fable Anniversary comes out on April 1st. Uh, and Knights of Pen and Paper Bundle and Toy Box Turbos both come out on April 16th. They're just cashing so it in at this point. Knights of Pen and Paper Bundle, Game of the Year, calling it now. <laughs> I mean, Chris, are you excited about Fable Anniversary? I mean, I already I already have it, I guess, in terms of Games Pass. But yeah, I mean, if, if someone does have Games Pass, go get Fable Anniversary, right? I mean, that's a legendary original Xbox game. I guess. Do it. My daughter is, uh, she's wanting to get the pillow that my back is resting on right now. This is this is not cool. Do you want to come say hey to everybody? Just come say hey. On say he- say hello, uh, Weekly Games Chat people, fans or whatever. Either say, say whatever you want. Come on. I've already stopped it now. You got to come do it. Come on. Just, or just say, what's up, people? Come on. What's up, people? Yeah, that's my girl. <laughs> um, that's fine. I guess it's my turn, isn't it? Yeah, we're waiting on you, buddy. Love you more. Finally this week. Finally this, this week. Is, this is kind of a big piece of news right now. Just saying. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is out right now. It's no longer a badly kept rumor. It is currently out now on PS4 with a remastered campaign that is currently exclusive to PS4 and will launch to PC and Xbox One later with pre-orders available. The remaster has been handled by (laughs) B-Nox. 
<laughs> Where do you work at? I work at Beanox. So is it right. like a thing with bees? Is it like for gas? No, I make no. Modern Warfare 2. Uh, it, it does support 4K resolution in HDR, which Ooh. is good. Uh, the remaster is only a release of the main campaign. Yeah, I think that's why it's only 20 bucks. But but it does have that infamous Russian, uh, no Russia campaign thing. Yeah, the one with uh, where you go into the airport. Yeah, man. Yeah, I remember that. I think they... I think they said today the reason they kept it a, a campaign and no multiplayer was they wanted to make sure they stayed focused on the current Modern Warfare title as well as yeah. their um, Battle Royale. They're going to put, I feel like eventually kind of like how Halo 5 did, they'll eventually work all the maps into their whatever the latest Call of Duty is. And they'll just start rotating. They'll just start rotating yeah. them in and out. Kind of like, again, like I think both Halo 5 and Gears of War uh, we're doing that with a number of maps where they would just bring them in and let them be there, and then they would sub them out and bring some others in. And that's hey, good. Chris, uh, Halo uh, multiplayer, way better than Gears of 5 multiplayer. Just saying. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> uh, um, do you guys want to wrap this up? Never. Just to be safe. Okay. I forgot this what this was what'd you think it was like were were you getting ready to say you know no i totally said news again you're you're waiting for me to go <laughs> peace out everybody Thug life. No, i totally i totally said news again chris i'm terrible I'm dumb you are dumb yeah. I'm, <laughs> people read their thoughts and prayers to us thoughts and prayers at least you remember that part uh and they <laughs> wrote them to weekly games chat at gmail.com that's weekly games chat at gmail.com just like our good old friend a aaron he wrote in for the first time in a while and says hey y'all a aaron hey, hey. what's up a aaron i would just like to say neo 2 is amazing finally beat it after two weeks he's apparently much better at this than i am i still liked sekiro more but was wondering if y'all are hyped for ghost of tushima since yes. they're all sengoku era games i've just lumped them together even though the gameplay is different also due to the quarantine i was able to catch up on some backlog control was a lot better than i expected not sure if y'all had an episode on it Oh, we did. Uh, I also did. started Horizon Zero Dawn, someone's most anticipated game of 2017, and Vampire, or Vampire, sorry, which I believe John enjoyed. Anyways, stay so safe, uh, stay healthy, and keep up the good work, guys. Game on. Game on, man. Yeah. Game on. I'm glad to see Hope you're enjoying uh, that uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> Heard it's a good one. Glad to see you enjoyed the Neos. Uh, I think we're all excited for Ghost of Tsushima, right? Unless it's like Sekiro, then I'm gonna be devastated. We decided, <laughs> we decided to make a Dark Souls game set in the Sengoku era because two other companies have already done it. Why not? That's what I'm three? saying. If they do that, I'm gonna be furious because I'm so excited for that game. Uh, Aaron, a a a a Aaron, we did do an episode on Control and. It also might have come up in our Games of the Year conversation. So if you uh, want to hear that, go check it out. I'm glad you enjoyed it. 
I need to get that DLC that came out. Uh, that might be something though that waits a little bit, since apparently 900 games have come out in the last couple of weeks. It really is a fantastic time to be a gamer, other right? than the fact that there's coronavirus. You know what I mean? <laughs> How'd you survive? Well, I'm a gamer, so I didn't leave my house for three months anyways. I, I had to buy a game digitally, and I hated it. Good. Just saying. Yeah. Good. I hope you felt dirty. <laughs> I did. Uh, a many G writes in. He's a many, a, a many, a many. He's a frequent commentator commentator on our discord which you can find by just going to discord and searching weekly games chat and he writes in and says you guys will probably discuss this in the episode but what games have you been playing in isolation even though i do miss being at school my friends school closure has given me the most amount of gaming i've done in my life i've mostly been playing fortnite because it's cross-platform but i've also been playing shadow of mordor doom and battlefront 2 as always thank you for the great content but most importantly still pumped pumping out great episodes for us every week. Truly appreciate it. Thank you, Amini G. Thanks for the write-in. Um, I'll start off if you guys don't want to, because obviously you guys have been playing Doom. You talked about it today. <laughs> I hit up I hit up the old Warzone on Call of Duty. I've been rocking that out. Nice. I've, I've, of, course, I've of course, played both Ori 1 and Ori 2 during this time. Um, and I don't think I've played much else. Lies. I've got. I cannot speak. I've got Doom, uh, Neo Two, Half Life, Alex. Uh, in theory, a thing called Assass- or Assassin's <laughs> Animal Crossing: New Horizons. But uh, as I told the guys during the break, I'm literally at a point where I have an island and I have not been to it yet. So that should tell you how far I am in it, that game. Um, <laughs> but uh, and then. I am certain that come a week from today, I will probably be playing some Final Fantasy. Yeah, that's going to be a big one for us, guys. Yeah. John, what have you been playing? Just Doom? I've just been focused on not when I'm not focused on what the topic is, like playing Doom, which, you know, I'd be playing Doom anyway, but um, <laughs> try. I've been going back and talking about the games that I've covered and just trying to close them off, like, you know, finished up Ori. Um, trying to finish up Indivisible, need to go back and finish Zombie Army 4. You know, it's just a couple of things I need to wrap up. So. I saw you uh, playing uh, the Tennessee game. Volunteer? Oh, Darksiders Tennessee. Jesus, I hate you guys. So oh, that's much. right. Yeah, I've been playing that a lot too. So He does. Like, there are just times that John puzzles me. He's like, I can't wait for Doom. I'm like, look on Saturday. John's playing Darksiders. I'm like, what? This guy. This, this that game, guy. I'm telling you, John got me wanting to play that game really, really, really bad. <laughs> well, at that time, that was around the time where um, yeah. there was a delay. I, I canceled my Amazon order for Doom Eternal and just bought it on Steam. Um, ah. So I think because of that delay, I was playing. I was just playing something else, um, which is annoying because there's a pending charge for Doom Eternal from Amazon still in my bank. <laughs> That sucks. It's been there for a week and a half. Oh, man. I'm sorry. It may never go away, dude. You messed up. Yeah, you might want to call Amazon. <laughs> I can call your that. bank. So, um, Sean. Yes. People write us on the Twitters. What do they say? By well, they haven't said much, shit. Chris, because I think the last thing they wanted to do is write to us. But I did have a direct <laughs> message. And, if, of course, if you want to be 
reaching out to us on Twitter. It's at Weekly Games Chat. You can DM us or just mention us, and we'll do our best to uh, to give you a shout out. At uh, at Mike True ninety two uh, said he had just listened to this week's show, which was last week, and didn't realize Division Two could be so many things. It's Division Two, and we're nowhere near John Rambo, but we try. I remember this. Game yeah, on. it's a game D2. on once again. <laughs> we're like, is it mean Destiny Two? Uh, <laughs> we should. Oh my that. god! My wife just texted me and said, "I'm watching the Tiger King, and I'm not okay." That's funny. That's not funny. What did you guys do? I'm uh, telling you, man. Any other mentions? We haven't. We even bring up Carol Baskin and her great tale of her husband. Okay, and the means oh! that led to. <laughs> um, we completely missed that a Nintendo Direct Mini happened. Yeah, it did. But, but David McClendon uh, told us that uh, he was very excited by saying "heck yeah" and mentioning us in it. Um, oh yeah, uh, uh, Mike uh, Michael Simmons says at Weekly Games Chat, COVID nineteen social distancing has me considering the purchase of a Switch. Pros cons and recommendations, please. Well, first of all, good luck in finding a Switch at this point because I hear right. they're sold out everywhere, but the Switch lights are available. Eh, I'm, I need to ask Josh if he got his. He was trying to get one over the past week. Yeah, him and I were talking on um, PlayStation Chat the other night about how he wanted to get an Animal Crossing, so that was cool. But, uh, I mean, there's a ton of good stuff out there on Switch if you want it. It's a great device if you're if you're interested in it, of course. The Animal Crossing just came out. You can't miss a, a game like... Uh, Mario or Zelda Breath of the Wild. Plus, there's a ton of like indie games that are great for it. There's one that was just in the Nintendo Direct Mini where you're like, uh, uh, you're hired at this job and you have to basically do it. What's it called, John, where you got to move the little stuff around and you knock all the workers over? Do you remember? I do not. Drunk driver? No, you know what I'm talking about right now. It looked amazing. Uh, It's just a good time to get a Nintendo Switch, I think, if you can find one. Ah, yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. I think that's it. Let me make sure we've got no new followers, guys. Oh, we don't. <laughs> um, yeah, no one's. We're good. I wonder what effect this is having on podcasts because I think most people listen to podcasts, you know, when they're at work or when they're driving in their car, right? If you're yeah. just home. You're like, well, who's pulling Netflix? Guys, don't go to, <laughs> apparently, don't go to Albany right now. Jeez. Albany, Georgia, or New York? Albany, Both. Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> There's like 466 cases there. Yeah. I'm like, damn, what happened there? Jeez. Um, but, anyways, uh, this has been, I believe, episode 249 of Weekly Games Chat. Uh oh! Crazy, yeah. I don't think we're gonna have anything special for 250, seeing as uh, we are all isolated away. But maybe we'll do something special down the road when when we can finally see each other and and hug each other again. You know? Yeah. And and we can just embrace and breathe in each other's. We can have Chipotle again, guys, (laughs) and not be fearful. Right. That sounds so good. Dude, it sounds amazing right now. That little dressing jar on the state of I feel like they're open, but I don't trust them because they don't have a drive through. Right. So, <laughs> you know, I, I'm sure I could go get some if I wanted to, but then I'm like, I would have to reach and, and grab the door, walk in. Dude, it uh, felt so weird having fast food today. One, because I haven't had it in a while, and two, because it was actually 
like I loved tasting different food other than what we were making at home. Not that what we're making at home is bad. It's just that you're used to. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Makes sense. Uh, but if you want to tell us you love us, then you could do so by simply subscribing to the show, and you'll get a new podcast on whatever podcast service you use every Wednesday, just like this one that you're listening to now. Hopefully you found it because you're already subscribed, but if not, hit that button. Uh, and if you want to write in your thoughts and prayers, you can do so by thoughts writing, and prayers. <laughs> you do so by writing us at weeklygameschat at gmail.com. That's weeklygameschat at gmail.com. If you want to join in our conversation online directly, you can join our Discord by simply searching Weekly Games Chat or going over to Twitter and hang up Sean by searching Weekly Games Chat. Uh, or going to our Facebook page, which is a dark hole that has no bottom and might get answered in three years. I don't know. Uh, check to make sure we got nothing over there. Well, let's see. You have 9,000 new. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Do I have anything new in here? I don't know if I do. I can't tell because you're the admin. Yeah, no. Let's see. Um, well, I just updated our picture uh, when World of Warcraft came out. Yeah, I don't have any new messages now, so you're good. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, but anyways, until next time, I will simply say game on, Sean. Hey, game on, Chris. Game on, John. Game on, Chris and Sean. Game on, Johnny Bear. Yeah. Your mom's back. Uh, that. Hold on. We got to redo that. We got to redo that. We got to redo that. I hit the wrong buttons. What'd you do? Do we got to, are we still live right now? Yeah, you actually, we're recording right now, but your, uh, your little last part did not pick up. So let's just start from where we were before, which is, I go, your mom's back. And I go, peace out, everybody. Yeah, thug life. (laughs) Y'all stay safe. Commitment. (laughs) 